2: People would open up the broadcast so quickly and click through to the site so quickly that we had to increase the amount of RAM we had on our site by quadruple the amount. It's the Wild West right now. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns.
3: Welcome to episode number 89 of Perpetual Traffic. We've got the crew all back together again, plus one bonus guest who I think you're really, really going to love listening to. We've got a great case study coming your way. We've got Sean coming on today to talk about where he recently did a a very short campaign, four, five-day flash sale kind of campaign, and and was using Facebook Messenger ads and getting a 550% ROI and some ridiculously low cost per Messenger subscriber kind of a metric we'll be talking about today as we go and, and we've talked about in the past and so is Molly. But before we get into it, before we introduce Sean, we haven't recorded yet since the the event. We're still kind of catching up, trying to get a breather. The, the team at Digital are you guys, how you guys feeling? Still tired.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting there. It was great though. We appreciate everyone that came out. Amazing
3: event. Just uh, over 4,000 people there and can't wait to see everybody at the next one. And love to hear any of your feedback from the event and all of our Facebook groups inside Digital Marketer Engage, any of you that are inside Facebook Ads University. But let's get back into it. Let's uh, let's rock and roll. We've got a guest, Sean Patrick Simpson, and he actually came up and shared a case study at the event. And today he's going to go even deeper into that case study. I love what they did. Came in, executed fast. Sean listened to the podcast, saw you know what people are doing here and then took his specific unique situation and created something a little bit different for his situation. I love when I see people do that. We've known Sean for quite a while. He's been in our higher level coaching program. He's been a member of Digital Marketer Engagement, bought in tons of their programs and he's been in our world for almost two years and his business is just completely blown up. Sean Patrick Simpson and his wife Sarah Prout have this amazing brand. And Sean, I'm going to let you explain what it is and what you guys have been able to do. Once again, dude, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. For sure.
2: My pleasure. So Sarah and I run a company called Soul Space Media together. I'm the CEO of the company and Sarah's the creative director. And at Soul Space, our focus is on personal development and helping people tune into their unlimited possibilities in life. And under Soul Space Media, we've got our key brand, which is really my wife, Sarah, at SaraProut.com. And there we have online courses on manifesting and the law of attraction. And uh, we just have a lot of fun with it. About a year and a half ago, we launched this brand, started with $5 a day in Facebook advertising after I went through Molly's Facebook ad certification program. And next thing we know, we... Finished up 2016, having spent $508,000 in Facebook ads during the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. That is awesome. I'm talking about. It was wickedly cool and uh, had that first full year in business, did seven figures. It's
1: been so awesome to watch you and Sarah grow and your brand grow, Sean. So I think it really speaks highly to how important execution is, consuming the information and then executing on it. I just wanted to let everyone know this episode is about Facebook Messenger and Facebook Messenger ads. So if you don't know anything about Facebook Messenger ads, please go back to episode 80. It's going to explain everything you need to know about about Messenger and the lingo that we're going to use. So that way you can really follow along in the conversation.
0: And this is something that's so cutting edge, guys. I mean, we've been asked, a lot of the account managers inside the agency are asking me, hey, do we have an SOP for this yet? And I think this is something we talked about at TNC a little bit, Sean. It's like, it's the Wild West right now. It's like, just to take the ideas from Molly and take the ideas from Sean here and Form your own way of doing this, I think that's really the coolest thing about it. It's like it's a whole new territory. It's like a whole new medium to communicate with potential customers and to turn them into not only you know leads of your brand but also sales and I think this case study here is a great, great uh, way in which Sean really just sort of thought about like what he learned and then applied it really specifically and uniquely to his business and that's the reason why. You know, collectively, we have uh, a somewhat of a nickname for him, which is the woo-woo ass kicker, <laughs> because all, all he does is just kick ass all the time and, you know, a little bit of poking fun on the woo-woo thing. But, you know, because we've had
3: a lot of experience in that space, in the law of attraction space. That's what they call each other, jokingly. You know, they come to us. We're in the woo-woo space.
0: Absolutely. So it's self-deprecating. If you're in that space, don't take offense to it. But anyway, so what he does is he learns stuff and then takes action. And applies everything he does. And it's amazing. I remember two, three years ago, just responding to questions inside DM Engage with you. And you like that was the start of it all. And now here you are at this point on the podcast
3: with these huge success stories. So congrats to you, man. This is important because if you're listening to this, it's like one thing to hear theory, but it's another thing to go out and take action and, and take advantage of these more resources that you have available to you. Sean, he bought the machine that Digital Marketer
2: sold. Keith, we bought the machine. We bought Funnel Blueprint. We were in Digital Marketer Engage. We got the Facebook ad certification. We joined the mastery course. We tried to plug into the matrix as much as we can. I take these these videos and watch them at two to three times speed so I could digest as much information as possible and then apply it as much as possible.
3: Exactly. And he came into our coaching program. He mentioned navigate. We now have a a Navigator Inner Circle program opening up here, Um, but that's where he takes action, becomes part of a a group where he can get even more help if he gets to that point. Love it. Love it. Let's get right into it. Tell us about the results first,
2: and then let's go into some of the details. Sure. Well, first off, I got to be honest. When I first heard about the the Facebook bots and Messenger subscribers, I kind of dismissed it. And I think it was because it didn't really sink in at the magnitude of it. And so once it did sink in, I've been encouraging people and and saying, guys, you got to look at this as kind of the dawn of a new age in technology. And imagine if back in 2003 you had people telling you about the top ways to do email marketing and you dived in and starting applying it right away that would have been a time where people were still opening their emails left and right you know having open rates i don't know what they were but probably a lot higher than they are now two two or three times and if you got in at that time with email marketing you'd be pretty dang stoked you know, now in, in 2017. And I feel like the same goes for Facebook messenger and the bots is that we have this conversation about it going around, but the scope of it is so much greater than what many of us have said and discussed.
1: Yeah, Sean. And I think we've said this before. I don't think messenger will replace email. They're very different modes of communication, but I think messenger is the biggest thing uh, to really come on to to the market since email. And the opportunities here are endless because it's where people are having conversations.
3: Guys, that was the buzz. That was the whole buzz of the event.
1: No matter what market you're in, no matter what you're doing, your people are using messenger and Facebook messenger to talk to their friends and family. So we now have the opportunity to tap into this channel um, and and as brands use this to communicate with our market and
2: it's really, really exciting. It's mind-blowingly exciting. Let's keep getting into some of the specifics of what you did here. So here's the ad we ran to people. And again, I want to remind you that this was a contest that we ran. And the sole intention was to incentivize people to send a message to our Facebook page. I'll read out the ad so that you can kind of digest this for yourself and recreate it. The headline said in brackets, contest contest. Law of Attraction Giveaway. It had a product image of all our products that we were giving away. And in the the link text, we said, you could win a share of $3,584 in manifesting courses and products. To enter the contest, click send message and text the word win. So that was the text around the headline. Now the full text for the ad said, it's prosperity week, which which was an event week that we created. And you, you could do this around a holiday, anything. You could create your own event week. It's prosperity week and I'm giving away $3,584 in manifesting courses and products to 40 people. Ready to tune into the limitless energy of abundance? Click the send message button and text the word win to enter the manifesting contest now. Love, Sarah, that's who the ad was from. And then it said, PS, This the contest is open to anyone. Please note that this contest is not sponsored, endorsed, or administered by or associated with Facebook. We added that because when we were gonna upload the ad, we got that little red exclamation mark saying your ad may not be approved. And the instructions from Facebook said that you needed to make it clear that this is not sponsored by Facebook. So we did that, and then the ad got approved, no problem. Yeah, totally smart.
3: Okay, so dude, tell me
2: about the results that you got and then take us through exactly what you did. Okay, so it was was really nuts. After listening to one of the Messenger uh, podcasts that you guys did, I started really sitting with it and going, all right, how, how can we use this in a really new and innovative way? And the thing is, we had an upcoming flash sale, and so the questions I started asking myself is – how could we get more people engaged and ready for that flash sale? What what can we do to get to the eyes and ears of our customers more? What can we do to create a greater impact? And so we decided that we would run a contest that to get people to write into our Facebook Messenger, we would run a contest saying, hey, we're giving away $3,584 in courses and products to 40 people, click the send message button and text the word win to enter the contest. Now, when we did that, so we took that as an ad, a big headline saying contest, we're having a giveaway. And on that ad, there was a send message button. When people clicked that send message button and texted the word win, we had an automatic response. But what was great is that every time they did that, like we said before, they became an automatic subscriber. Within the first day, we were getting 13-cent Messenger subscribers. Wow. Yeah, which I equate to a lead, but in Messenger, it it was costing us 13 cents to acquire someone who we could then broadcast to through Facebook Messenger at any time.
1: Wow. And that's powerful because like Sean just said, he's building a list of people that he can now send Facebook messages to right in their inbox, very similar to an email. So this is almost like building a pixeled audience that you can retarget ads to of people that have visited your site but better, right? It's almost like an email list, which is incredible. And Sean, that was so smart to you know, run this campaign, incentivizing them to message, to enter to win this contest.
3: Just to put a frame real quick on it, we're talking about, yes, it's, it's kind of like a custom audience, but you can message them directly. What kind of open rates are you getting on your messages? Just, just real quick before we get into the details.
2: 70 plus percent.
3: 70 plus percent. So now you got 13 cents to acquire, which got up a little bit where you can get into, I believe. But now you're talking about a 70% open rate instead of maybe maybe 25%, which would be considered good
2: in an email broadcast open rate. And what made this even crazier is that when we set up the auto response, so, so again, people would click the send message button on our ad. They would text us and then they would get an auto response from our messenger account what we had as a very last minute idea was that the auto message would say hey congratulations you just entered the contest here's what you could win here's when we will announce the winners and then here was the afterthought idea at the very end of that message we had the words what would you like to do next and with the technology that we're using to send these messages you can create little buttons that can link to your website when they click it, or send them another message. So one of the first buttons that we had when it said, what would you like to do next, said, take the quiz. And that button led to a lead magnet, and here's, here's where it's crazy, 44% of the people who messaged us ended up opting in for our lead magnet. So now, we've not only got messenger subscribers for 13 cents, we've got nearly half of those people opting into our email list. So it's what I'd refer to as something like the the perpetual loop lead, where you're getting leads slash subscribers in Messenger and leads slash subscribers in email.
1: And Sean, I know you're using ManyChat that we've mentioned in previous episodes, M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T dot com to facilitate the building of the subscriber list and the sending of these messages and i know that they are adding a functionality in the next few weeks to put a form field Inside of a message or an autoresponder. So imagine what this is going to be like when you know someone messages your page and you can have them enter their email address, you know, right there in the message. I mean, you had 40% of people doing it when they had to click the button and go over to another page and then opt in. Um, that that number will only increase, so it's incredible. Because, like you said, this is more than just a messenger subscriber. You're also generating leads, and I think you made some money off of it too, right?
2: Yeah, we we spent two thousand dollars in about five to seven days, and we ended up making about eleven thousand dollars back based on people opting in for the lead magnet and purchasing our wow. tripwire and upsell sequences, or people ending up purchasing from our flash sale.
1: Wow, so this wasn't just building the Messenger subscribers, you also generated email leads, and you sold some stuff. (laughs) Which is exciting.
3: And they sold some stuff, this wasn't through like salespeople, it wasn't where all those sales needed to be uh, like a higher ticket thing. This is automated, small price, low price products. Just imagine if they had a sales team manning that chat, what the numbers would be.
2: We by no means did this perfectly. We put on the attitude of let's fail fast with this. Let's find out what works great and what does not work at all. And we had a lot of successes and a lot of mistakes. And I think the biggest thing is that going forward, people are gonna wanna have a dedicated team member in time managing these conversations that come through. But in the meantime, if you don't have the bandwidth for that, in the very least, this technology, you can put up an auto-response that says, hey, I'm getting all these messages every minute. If you need direct support, email support at mysite.com. And that's exactly what we did because we got 11,000 Messenger subscribers in about a week. When we would send a broadcast to these people, we would be getting 10 to 15 messages per minute. It was it, it, it was it was blowing up. We we were essentially breaking the technology. Wow. Uh, we were breaking the technology there and we couldn't couldn't manage it, so we had to create the auto response. We also kept crashing our site. Because people would open up the broadcast so quickly and click through to the site so quickly that we had to increase the amount of RAM we had uh, on our site by the quadruple the amount to sustain the amount of people going to the site. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's sick.
1: And Sean, I think that's really important. And it's something that people should keep in mind. This is very different than email because when you send an email, you don't expect an immediate response from the person on the other end when you send something on messenger you expect a quicker response it's how society you know works that's that's what we expect so i agree no, number one i don't think you can automate the entire sales process you know what you did was awesome right generating low yeah. dollar sales but if you're wanting to push it forward you know i do believe there should be humans on the other side at least following up with these people to answer their questions
3: totally agree
1: but using the bots as a way to welcome people, is what they should be used for. Again, people expect an immediate response. So if you can set up a welcome message that says, you know, hey, we're receiving a high volume of messages, we'll get back to you as soon as possible, it's going to give them that instantaneous response that they expected, and it's going to set their expectations. Hey, Sean, can you talk a little bit about the sponsored messages these these broadcasts that you were sending out what were you saying in them and how were they maybe different from promotional emails that you would send to your list
2: when people opted into our contest we said that the contest was part of this event week that we were having called prosperity week and during this week we were doing 7 days of daily blog posts about prosperity and abundance and 7 days of facebook lives and a few days of Facebook live Q and A's as well. So what we started to do is use all that content as, you know, massive goodwill to send to people. So we would send a message saying, Hey, here's today's blog post. And by the way, I'll be on at 10 AM on Facebook live and you can go to my page here and I'll give you a notification before I go on. And then we would give a notification before we went on Facebook live and then a notification afterwards. Now, as you're listening to that, I don't want you to think that's a great idea because it wasn't. It was, it was way too much. So we were sending about three messages per day, and I can tell you that is not the way to use the system. And we didn't know better. We, we tried it out, and the thing was it was too much. The great news is, with this technology, is that it dings people's phones. The bad news is that it dings people's phones. Right. Right. (laughs) So especially if you have an international audience, too, if you don't use the setting that says, uh, send at 8 a.m. based on their time zone, then you'll be hitting people at midnight in different areas. And, and a lot of people don't turn off their phones. So waking them up. <laughs> exactly. And so we, we had, we had a number of people that were ticked off. And so even though we got 11,000 leads in about seven days, we had about a third of those people unsubscribe, And I would, I would say with absolute certainty, that was due to number one, not setting up clear expectations at first on what to expect. And number two, sending way too many messages. To Thank them. you for doing
0: that testing, by the way. Now that we all know that three times a day is too much. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: we royally screwed up for <laughs> yeah. you
0: guys.
1: And again, I think this is a testament to how this is different from email. This is much more personal. You are in someone's Facebook inbox. You're not in their email inbox. So being very aware of how often you should send. I mean, honestly, I think once a week, is a good starting point right now, unless you have a serious relationship built with these subscribers already. Or I think you'll see a lot of unsubscribes. Yeah,
0: this is immediate communication technology here. It's like, it's not, you're not, you know, it's like a text message, but probably even more powerful it's like you know, oh, totally. you know. I mean, it's it's equated probably to that, which you know, when text message marketing sort of came out, we were all sort of excited about it. But this obviously uh, ties into a paid platform, so just keep that in mind. So. Three X per day, probably too many messages, but, you know, take the long view on this because you're building an asset that, you know, is not your own because it's inside another system, but take the long view on it. These are people that you're going to be able to communicate with in the future. So don't do it all at once, you know, as soon as you listen to this podcast.
2: One possible way around doing it only once a week would be that in one of the first messages, you could have the question of, hey, would you like to get three days of my best of the best content right. sent to you? And tag them. Exactly. And what what everyone should know is that if they click the yes button, you can create actions based on what they click that you can tag the people and you can add them to a sequence. So just as we have email autoresponders, you can have messenger autoresponders, which is I'm surprised we haven't mentioned that because it's a big point. Yes, we can send messenger broadcasts and yes, we can also have messenger sequences or autoresponders. So ask them that question. Would you like to get my best content over the next three days? Click yes to get it. Click no if you don't. This technology, it's a great way of sending these broadcasts, but what we found is that we did it way too much, and and we also made the mistake of not setting up the expectations. See, when people texted the word win to enter our contest, we told them what they could win and when the winners would be announced, but we didn't list or write anywhere in that auto response that, hey, you're now part of a, a subscription or you're now part of a broadcast.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's important. The broadcast that we have been sending to our subscriber list, most of them have been promotional, but I've made sure to write them in a, a shorter, more friendly manner than we would on, yeah. on email because it is a different medium. So someone's expecting you know, a short little message from their friend. I've also been referring to them as subscribers. So I will say, because you are a DM subscriber, you know, we invite you to do X, Y, and Z, whatever the goal of the message is. And I think that helps them understand that they are subscribed to, you know, this, this messenger list. Um, And it's also good because they can unsubscribe if they would like. So they realize this is not something I'm forced into. I can type unsubscribe and I will be taken off of this list.
2: Exactly. And I think that's such a fantastic way of setting the expectations is, is using that keyword. We have a, an association with what that word means, subscriber. So to say that, to set the expectations is fantastic. The other thing that I love that you, you're doing is keeping these messages short. One of the presentations that Ryan Dice did at TNC, he talked about one of the most successful email campaigns you guys did, and that was with the nine-word email. And when he said that, I thought that's exactly what we need to be trying to accomplish with the messenger broadcast is maybe try these much shorter couple-sentence messages, at least up front. And the thing is, remember… For those, those who haven't dived into this, this technology yet, when you send a message, you can create buttons that people click. And those buttons can either open a website or send another message from yourself. So you might say, hey, so-and-so, are you interested in finding out more about my Facebook ads certification training? And then you'd have a a button that says yes and a button that says no. If they click yes, you can say, that's great. Check out this link. We're running 80% off on it. Absolutely. But if they select no, then you can say, hey, no worries. I'm curious, what would you like to do next? And you could have a link to your lead magnet. You could have a link that says explore the shop. uh, And you could have a link that says visit the blog.
1: Yeah, I think as engaging as you can make the experience, the better. Again, you know, they're wanting to talk to someone. So if you can use the bot as a way to entertain them or push them in one direction, you know, while you're, you're waiting for humans to follow up, um, I think that's very smart. You know, at TNC, I talked about this little bot that Russ Henneberry, our editorial director, created, and we ran an ad to people who had visited the Traffic and Conversion Summit website and we said, hey, you know, click here and ask our bot if you should attend TNC. Well, the the TNC hashtag triggered a logic sequence inside of Messenger. And so it would say, you know, do you like sunny San Diego? Yes or no? Right? Do you like rubbing shoulders with industry leaders? Yes or no? Um, do you like marketing? You know, it, it was basically taking them through this silly logic sequence that had a ton of personality. It had funny memes in the sequence, right? It was totally there to entertain. And at the end, it would, it would say you should go to TNC or no, you shouldn't go to TNC. And there was a link over to buy tickets. But the goal of that bot was not to sell tickets really, right, the goal of that was just to engage and interact with these people, and then one of our our sales reps would come back in and say, "Have you purchased tickets? Would you like to purchase a ticket?" And then when they say yes, "I would like two tickets." Um, you know, the the salesperson could say, "Okay." Should I charge that to the Amex ending in, you know, 4444? Four, 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 four. Um, and we were actually selling right inside of Messenger, but it was because first people went through this engaging little logic sequence that russ set up in mini chat. it took him a few hours and he was just goofing around
2: and this is such an awesome tool uh, especially for your warm audience but i also think there's going to be some really fantastic ways to play with this to engage a cold audience to give them a smile to give them uh, you know you can look at this this system as a choose your own adventure opportunity. I mean, you could even create something where you say, hey, let's play a game called choose your own digital marketing adventure right? and and take them through a path with the sole intention of putting a smile on these people and giving them a great feeling of who you are as a company so that when you are ready to sell them or get them on their email list or that very last message you send them says, hey, what would you like to do next? and you have those buttons to your lead magnet or blog, et cetera, they're ready and and eager to see what else you have to share.
1: Oh, absolutely. And if you go back to episode 53 with Ryan Levesque, he talks a lot about using quizzes as a way to segment your audience and for lead generation and to sell your product. And I believe you can use a very similar method with Facebook Messenger and not have to send them over to a web page at all. Using some sort of bot asking questions to segment your audience, so that you do know the right lead magnet to offer them, so that you do know the right product to offer them, so that you do know how to follow up in a sales conversation. So, really, the possibilities are endless.
3: Exactly, Molly, and we we touched on that in the Facebook Ads University webinar that we we did yesterday with uh, with Sean. He did he, he hosted the webinar, so he's been busy the last week with us and. And that's what we, we talked about that a little bit as well. And sometimes depending on your situation, maybe you're doing a quiz funnel like the Ask Formula style and you want to have somebody get on a consultation so you could go right to booking an appointment. We're going to do something like we start that quiz in Facebook and then they have to answer a couple more off or maybe they get taken directly to the sales page opt-in or the webinar. Sometimes you could start it and finish it off or you start it and then have them you know, click to opt-in or to answer one or two more. There's a lot of different ways you can do this. There's no one way right now.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I think that is cool too, is like we are doing it similar to how Molly's doing it, but a couple of our customers are doing this is that they, they first off they identify. I think that's a big takeaway is that it's okay to identify that this is a bot. And I think that's, you know, because it, there's limitations to how long that conversation can go. But at a certain point, A human does interact and then actually says, hey, you know, they've written this into a lot of their responses. Hey, the bot asked me or they, you know, whatever the customer's name bot asked me to get in contact with you to schedule an appointment. So sending right to appointment core or schedule once or whatever it happens to be. So we're seeing that too. The point is, is like, there's so many different ways to do it, but don't try to be like tricky about it and pretend that the bot is a real person. Because we've seen that really go the other way and people getting ticked off and uh, unsubscribing.
1: People will feel tricked. Ours even says, I'm the digital marketer bot. Tell Katie (laughs) good things about me. Who's our social media manager? So I don't get fired. Right? <laughs> I love it. Like Historical. something goofy and and silly that humanizes the bot, but also is very yeah. forthcoming. Hey, I'm not a real person, but you know, talk to me
2: for sure. And I also want to say, every time we say bot, I want people to think beyond bot as well. We were talking before this this podcast, before we started the podcast, that it's referring to this technology as just a bot is kind of like referring to Infusionsoft or Aweber or any email marketing automation system as an email chat system. And it's just not, you know, those systems do so much more than that. They manage our subscribers, they manage subscriptions, they manage payments, they manage automations and bill it's so much. And we're at the infancy of this bot technology where the bot is one piece. And I was talking to the creators of, of ManyChat and they were even saying to, you know, we're not sure the best way of positioning this yeah. a bot seems to have taken off and yet we feel it so much more. Right. Is it messenger automation system? Is it messenger subscriptions?
1: I think it's messenger marketing.
2: I'm so glad you said that, Molly, because that's one of the key. We were brainstorming different ways to position it right. for, the, for their company. I was, yeah. I was trying to help them out based on what we've seen. Totally. And we all kept coming back to messenger marketing.
1: If you go to their homepage, it says create a bot. And I think they were really smart when this uh, software launched, you know, six or so months ago, they were smart to start there because six months ago, people weren't talking about Messenger marketing because Facebook hadn't released the ability to run ads in Messenger. So I think they were smart to enter the conversation with bots because it's what people were talking about. It's the functionality of their software that was actually being discussed. But yeah, I told them the same thing at TNC. Hey guys, this is... This is messenger marketing, right? There's so much more to this than just the bot aspect. I mean, how about the ability to send these sponsored messages, you know?
2: That's my favorite part. And what happens when Facebook introduces the the functionality to take payments for your your products? We all know that's coming, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sean. My pleasure. More to come on the Messenger
0: front. I have a feeling we'll probably be doing a few more episodes about Facebook Messenger in the coming months as it evolves.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is awesome.
2: Last year, you guys were talking about how I think this time last year saying the pixel, the Facebook pixel is the new thing. And and by this time next year, we're going to be really talking about that. I think that's where we're at with Messenger, too, is by this time next year. It's the thing yeah. where we've got templates and automations and sequences and so on. Yeah, the pixel
0: thing is so 2015.
2: Yeah, come Sean. on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I
1: think this, like you said, this is the total wild, wild west. There really isn't anything like it. So I think we're still in the discovery phase. Uh, but if you are a digital marketer lab member, we're working on a messenger execution plan to at least explain you know how you can use it based off the knowledge we have now, and as more people use the platform, I think we'll all gather case studies and report back here on perpetual traffic.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely will, absolutely. Sean, this has been amazing. Once again, uh, hit the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode eighty nine, and uh, we'll have the show notes there. We'll have the images of his 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 ad and any other thing that we we reference there as well. Now, I'll, real quick I want to touch on is Chatfuel is another uh, company that I've heard does a great service as well. Uh, similar to ManyChat. Um from I'm not sure which one is better in this situation. It sounds like ManyChat is really going to going after uh that marketing industry to to create a solution for specifically for marketers. I'm not sure. I'm not going to make any judgments on this on this podcast. Just letting you know. <laughs> If there's any other last, you know, tips or, or advice or, or kind of things that you want to share, uh, one more thing, let us know if there is, I, I think the key takeaway
2: is just experiment with this, have fun. Don't treat it like email where you can send email blasts all the time. And yeah, just just have fun. Experiment with it and and know that these are real people that you're communicating and that this is the start of a conversation that you can automate partially and then respond to accordingly uh, for those that need in-depth responses. Yep. Love it.
1: Absolutely. Thanks again, Sean.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sean. My pleasure. Talk to you all soon. Good stuff.
3: See ya. See ya
2: listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.